This podcast discusses content that may be triggering for some listeners. Please be advised, discussions include gambling language, types of gambling, and addiction. Hello and welcome to the Hidden Addiction Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mid-Hudson Problem Gambling Resource Center under the New York Council on Problem Gambling. Across New York State, we have seven resource centers dedicated to connecting individuals to care. We are here to increase awareness about problem gambling and advocate for support services for persons adversely affected by problem gambling. Gambling is defined as risking something of value on a game of chance. There can be many types of gambling and it can affect anyone at any time in their life. It may not be talked about often and kept in the dark, but we hope this podcast sheds light on the hidden addiction of gambling and brings forth resources and information for you to use. Hello, welcome to the Hidden Addiction Podcast. This is a bittersweet moment, but a necessary moment as we are in our second season, but are saying goodbye to two of our hosts, our co-hosts or try hosts. <laughs> Isn't it like it's a try? Yeah. And we're right. try people. We're try hosts. We're tribal. <laughs> we try host it. We try host these. We try host. So this today is the last podcast recording um, that Amanda will be recording with us and Colleen will be recording with us. And so we weren't sure how to, um, we didn't want to just leave you guys wondering in our next podcast or the podcast to come to say, where's the voice of Amanda? Where's the voice of Colleen? And without giving explanation, Amanda, where are you going? Ah, very exciting news. So I took a job with the National Council on Problem Gambling. I will be uh, managing the programs focusing on problem and responsible gambling over there. Um, I'm really excited to be making this transition, but it is definitely bittersweet. The dream team is breaking up. Dun dun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's exciting. Definitely an exciting change, but definitely going to miss our partners, our clinicians, Um, our team here in New York, but definitely excited to be staying in the field, continuing to learn and see how I can just make positive change in a different way. Colleen, what are you going to do? Well, I am staying with the New York Council on Problem Gambling. I'm just moving outside of the Mid-Hudson region. Breaking our hearts. And I will be doing training and communications for the council. So I'm very excited about just, you know, moving into a different position, but still staying you know, Leilani can't get rid of me quite that easily. Oh, I can. <laughs> oh, I can. But the good thing is, is that we we are all maintaining, we're all going to maintain and working with the problem gambling community um, because this is an important community to work with. Um, you know, we talk about the hidden addiction all the time and we still want to bring this information to our communities wherever we are, right? So what we're gonna talk about is almost like our 
favorite moments of the of this journey of creating the Hidden Addiction podcast. Um, the messages we kind of wanted, well, they wanted to part with because I'm going to stay with you. And then any takeaways and and change, you know, let's actually let's start with change, right? Change, we um, in our, I guess, what month are we in? It's June. Oh, it is June. June. And our, on our June website, we, are, we do talk about change and how change could affect us. With Amanda and Colleen um, not working in the Mid-Hudson region anymore, that change does affect me as a team leader in terms of how is this dynamic going to, you know, what is it going to look like? I don't know you know, and the people that we work for, right? Mm-hmm. Our community, the, the pe- people who are struggling with problem gambling or people who are affected by comp- problem gambling. And even those who just don't even understand our community partners, right? That is change that is going to affect them. And as much as we don't necessarily like change in the beginning, sometimes change is necessary for growth to happen. So I appreciate um, Amanda and Colleen of working with me in these last two years. Um, three, three years. Oh, shoot. Three. Even longer. Three and some change, oh, right? Two, two change. years for the podcast. So. Two years for the podcast, right? Three yeah, three. I mean, I could joke and say, like, it's been three long, horrendous years. <laughs> but then that would not be the truth. Um, but this... I've worked in a lot of spaces and I do tell them all the time, this is one of the best teams or the one, the best team that I've um, had the pleasure of working with. Did you hear that? Oh my gosh. The fact that she admitted that it must've, it might've hurt a little bit on her heart, but I do appreciate that. Just a tad, you know, <laughs> just a tad. I have my pride to protect, <laughs> but change is necessary. I agree. I definitely think, you know, we've definitely been experiencing growing pains through this transition. And it's not that it's, I think that growing pains oftentimes are viewed as a negative or like a scary thing that's coming, but it's also exciting. I think that we, um, as a team came together and I agree. I mean, I, I, all jokes aside, um, definitely am so fortunate to have been thrown together with these two to be able to really provide some really positive change in the community, build a program and a system that you know, needed just some restructuring. And when we came on, there was very little direction or it was, it was like building from a very small foundation, you know, there were some resources in the communities and we are so grateful for all the work that they put in, you know, before the PGRC system came on. And, you know, since our launch, they've been really wonderful and supportive partners. Um, But even what we've built as a team of three covering seven counties, having, you know, a large population density, being able to not only help those that are struggling, but also see how we can create a sustainable program that will go on after us, right? Like we talk a lot that, you know, yes, our team is is unique and we like to have fun and we joke and all that wonderful stuff, but the program is not about three of us, right? So even with Colin and my departure, Leilani is going to stand strong and true to all the wonderful things that we've built. (laughs) Um, But also like whoever steps in, we have built a really solid program. So as, as long as that keeps going, I think Mm -hmm. it's the right direction. And that's what a lot of even prevention programs talk about, especially those who get grants um, Mm -hmm. and even organizations that we always talk about sustainability and 
that's a good point that you made. Like we built a region, a regional program that could sustain itself with whomever who comes in. Yeah, and I think it's important that knowing that, that even though we're leaving, it's changing, like for the clients who are calling in, there's still those resources available. Like nothing nothing in that is going to change. The right. people may change, you know, who's gonna be answering the phone maybe, but we're still providing those resources for those who are, you know, ready to call and make that, make that first step to their change. Right, to their change. Because everybody's experiencing change. And like I said, change comes with growth. And when you're ready to accept that change, there's just a new door that can open. We don't know what those, you know, those possibilities but can be, but it's it it's it can be daunting, it can be exciting. But the most important part is that there is support, right? Mm. The support that Colleen was just saying that you'll you're gonna get you're gonna still get that kind support that you've always received before. It just may be a different voice. We still have the same support services. Um, we still have the same connections, but there, everything things will be the same. But it just it'll be a little different. Just be a little different. Well, it's, I think it's always good because so our executive director Jim always says. You know, our, our main focus is to provide care and concern and all that we do, right? So whether it's answering the phone or talking with partners or even, you know, communicating internally as a team, the approach is always with care and concern. And the fact that that is the intention of the organization really sets the mood for all staff. And so whoever comes to fill in these positions, that is what they're also going, you know, that's the approach that they're also going to take. And so while we greatly appreciate all of your work and all the love that we've received um, over the last three years, that we're, it's not for us, it's for, it's care and concern, it's the approach, it's the intention. And so I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, obviously we are very proud of our three years, but I think the next three years will only get bigger and better and then so on forth. And it's going to be really amazing to watch as more are aware of, of the addiction of gambling, what power lies within that and how we can, as a community, come together and really support really the community, right? Like how can we come together? And, you know, there's a small population that's impacted by gambling addiction and they then impact their loved ones and that then impacts the greater society and how we all play a role, whether we know someone personally or a friend of a friend, or we work in the field, we all play a role. And it's not so much about us ourselves, but how can we, what is, there's like a saying, Colin will know this. What's a saying? You give a saying, it's like, what can I do? Can I help you? Oh, huh. is, it, is it like, what's that? The president? Like, I was also going to say, like, what would you do for a Klondike bar? I was like, that direction. <laughs> it wasn't what would be for a Klondike bar, but that could be it. That's, that's not what your country can do for you, Jim, but okay. what you can do for your country, yes. But yeah, ask what you can do whatever community instead of you know right like how how can we all work together in this because that that's what advocacy is all about Mm -hmm. how can we push this message that this is a problem in the communities we're not out here to put shame blame you know that is not the game (laughs) that that right okay dr seuss (laughs) it is about how can we work together Mm -hmm. any behavioral addiction 
mental illness, mental illness, housing insecurity, food insecurity, or like this all of these, all all of these connections that are closely matched. How can we all work together to serve the people? So, which I think brings us to our first question. How do you feel, ladies, that this podcast has helped the community? Well, I think it's just another avenue to really get the word out about what the resource center is, what resources are available, taking the shame and stigma, you know, out of it. I do think like one thing I I know that has always been kind of exciting is like, I don't want to say exciting, but we've had people from other states who listen to our podcast who are like, hey, I heard you guys and I'm looking for resources for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, or we've gotten connected to, you know, Casey at the Awareness to Action podcast, once again, in another state who they're looking into how to, you know, get their problem gambling services more, ad- you know, more adequate for their population. So it's like just really exciting that like people are listening to us and hearing us. And the word is getting out there about what we do in New York State and what resources we have. And not only are we reaching people in nationwide, but we're, you know, a little toot, toot, toot. We're a little global. (laughs) We have, you know, people are, I think that to me, like the reach that we've had with this podcast, people in Australia, people in Europe, Africa, like all across this nation, people are listening to this podcast and I think that every single time we look at our analytics I get excited about you know what people are interested in and that we we do kind of tell based upon how many downloads from each um, episode as to how we go into promote or even uh, promote our next topic or choose the next topic Um, but that I I feel that the, our reach has allowed us to spread this message of problem gambling a little further than just our region or our state. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're listening, really wherever you're listening, shout out to you. Yeah, we're grateful for you. Because we, we could talk to ourselves all day long. Amanda fact, can. Uh, um, Amanda can. That's Amanda can. <laughs> and let me be the first to say, yes, Amanda, I can definitely do that. But shout out to our listeners, because honestly, like, when we had the idea to make this podcast, it was like, yeah, let's just see what happens. We'll throw it out there and see if really anyone catches it. And the fact that, you know, we have been able to have a reach that has expanded further than our region, further than our state, further than this country, really, you know, going global, like you said, um, has been so amazing. One other thing that I've really been, you know, how do I feel this podcast has helped the community? I think It's also been really amazing to, I guess, work to normalize this conversation and talk about how gambling impacts so many different, I don't know, what do you say, topic areas? I feel like that's not even the right way to say it, but like different- It's not even challenges. It's just people who are struggling in 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 a variety of ways, you know, like being able to, because I feel like oftentimes whenever someone is struggling more often than not, if I were to say, oh, hey, like I'm struggling with my gambling problem. Someone, like if I told a family member, they may not know where to go or they may not know that's even a thing or, you know, they may not know, like maybe they already know that I have a history of um, substance use disorder or maybe I have like a documented mental illness or maybe I have, you know, I've I've experienced um, housing insecurity or, you know, all these 
different topics that we've DV. talked about here. You're right, DV, right? So the fact that we can, I guess, bring this conversation into people's like personal lives, whether you're listening to it on your way to work or you just kind of stumbled across it and listened to it when you're working out, or I don't know when you listen to this, but the fact that we can normalize these conversations so that not only are we um, spreading awareness globally, but we're also bringing this conversation into someone's home, right? Mm-hmm. The, the hope is that you listen to this, but you also take it somewhere else, whether it's like, oh, I, I listened to this podcast and they talked about this interesting topic, or I, I learned about the connection between this and that, or whatever the case is, right? Information sharing is key. It's, right. it's key to making change. Like word of mouth is, is the best promotion that anyone could ever ask for. And like, like the, I remember um, the PRC, Prevention Resource Center, and the, Mid- the Mid-Hudson PRC. Um, Shout out. <laughs> you know how they talked about, they used our podcast as like PD for the professional development, yeah. like listening to it and, and just, it's all about learning. Mm-hmm. It's all about learning. And so that's how we feel it has helped the community. It has expanded our uh, people's knowledge around the topic. Um, it's definitely um, helped us expand our knowledge around mm-hmm. the various different topics and the, the things that are going on in throughout people's lives and their communities. So second question, uh, what was your favorite episode? Favorite episode? I can go first. So I think my favorite, yeah, of course you <laughs> well, <laughs> I like to tell you guys, you already established this. My favorite, so I have a hard time because I edit the podcast. So I listen in very intense detail to every single second of these podcasts. But literally every time I do it, I'm like, oh my God, this is my new favorite. You know, like I think that they've all had such beauty and uniqueness and such passion brought, you know, obviously we're very passionate. We do this all the time, but by our guests has also been such of a gift um, to be able to share that with our listeners and the world. Um, If I had to choose, I'm kind of between two. I think my favorite favorites would be the Reclaiming Our Voices Women in Recovery podcast, where we had Tara and Christina. That one was, I just thought, so powerful and so raw. It just felt, let me tell you, I love them all. Like, don't even get it twisted. But that one, I absolutely loved. Um, and the, my second favorite, well, they're like co-favorites was the last podcast episode addressing disparities of the BIPOC community, because that also is a personal soapbox that I live on. Um, and just in terms of like health inequities and how we can better service these populations. And so for me, those are my top two. I'm here trying to tell her she take everybody's top two, but I mean, I ah, I'm like I'm trying to scroll through the list. Colleen, you wanna go? Sure, I'll go, go ahead. You go. <laughs> you go while I'm trying to think. Um, once again, I think it's hard to say. I mean, we have great podcast episodes. I think everyone who comes on and is willing to talk on a podcast and share their story is great but I think every episode that someone shares their story is always mm. one of my favorites yeah, well, because it really shows that recovery is possible and really shows like the hope that there's help available so anytime I mean I think we've had you know Scott's been on who's a peer with the organization and he's just been instrumental in you know not only his own recovery but now being able to connect with other 
clients um, to make sure that they're reaching their recovery goals. Um, we had what Dave Yeager on uh, when we did the military, um, Tara Brian, Christina, Brian, Brian Hatch, um, Hatch. Bobby, Bobby the Awesome. Um, we so also yeah, had all, our all last one, the faith, favorite. the faith and yes, recovery. Yeah, that was a good so one. All of those I think are my favorite. Oh, okay. Now for me, um, I really, I, I kind of enjoyed um, recording with one of our um, PGRC colleagues, um, Angela, with when we did talk about the oh, DV. Oh, that was really good too. Oh I felt gosh. like that was really good. Very, really powerful. See, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to exit out our emails, but um. I really felt that the, the the DV one, it was called Close Connections, Domestic Violence and Problem Gambling. And then my second favorite one, I'll go back to what Amanda was said um, in regards to uh, topics that are, I'm passionate about was in, in regards to addressing disparities in the BIPOC community. That was an amazing conversation. We had an amazing guest. Um, and I will concur and say like all of them, Every single episode is a great ep- was a great episode, um, and we just truly appreciate each person that has contributed to being a guest and who will continue. Please continue to be a guest um, if we call on you. If I call on you, because no longer will we. It will be a we again. It will be a we again until we'll we, have a new voice to we'll bring just, to you. All. Right, It'll just, but right now it's just I. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really, truly appreciated, um, all the guests and everything that they brought to the table, um, to make our podcast what it is today. So last question, what message would you like to depart with? I'll go first since you guys are thinking over there no because i mean you never really go first so it's okay i think it's just proper Um, (laughs) no i think really it's always that like there is like the two the goals of the pgrc right like we want to get people connected to care and raise awareness no we're bringing no you literally took the easy way out know that there's like help available because that's that's our main goal and amanda and i as pms like that's what we work to do is make sure that people know that resources are available that you can get help if you need it and really like that's what our job has been and i think this podcast has been instrumental in you know helping people get to that that stage of change that readiness you know so is that a message to the masses though that's her message to the masses you can't what was the message though that help, the is, help available. is available. Oh. oh, goodness. Guys, she's not even listening. <laughs> no, I am. But I was just trying to find the message. She's just so upset that we're leaving. She can't no, I was trying to find the message. So the message is from Colleen that hope and help. I added the hope, but the help is available. Amanda, you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think the message I would like to... I mean, definitely depart with, but also provide to anyone listening in is that people really do care. People really are really dedicated to making sure that there are adequate and equitable services to everyone who needs them. Um, and, and 
for me, that has been, I think, the most powerful message that I've received, not only working with my team, but also working with the organization as a whole. Um, it's just been really a wonderful thing to see the amount of passion brought into this field that just continues to grow and expand. And, you know, Colleen and I obviously have been having a lot of uh, conversations with our clinicians because we're leaving. And so we have to have transition planning and succession planning, blah, 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 blah. And God, it's just, it's always the compassion that gets me the most, you know, because we were able to not only the three of us strangers come together and build a system, but also we rely heavily, right? Our job is to make sure people have access to care and across the board, whether it's peer services, treatment recovery, um, GA, Gammonon, smart recovery, getting connected with even community resource, whether it's outside of gambling, right? Like just so many people are on your team and want you to be well. And so that's a long way to say people really, really care. Um, but it wouldn't be me if I didn't go the long way around. God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the message that I will depart, not necessarily depart, but um, provide until the next go round mm -hmm. is to keep hope alive regardless of the stage or what it, you know, the stages of change that may occur in your life, the shifts that may occur um, or happen. And whatever point, even if you're in a stage of grief or you're in a stage of happiness, you're in a stage of hope or you're in a stage of, I just don't know where I'm at, just keep hope alive. Um, utilize the resources that are out there like us you can give us a call if you are struggling with gambling, if you are um, affected by a loved one's gambling habit or, you know, addiction, please just give us a call. We have a, a variety of resources and services ready and willing to get you the help and support that you need. So keep up alive. You will continue to hear my voice until my voice is no longer here. But we're just grateful. Again, we're very, very, very grateful to be able to provide you with a podcast as such. And we'll continue. I will continue to do my best to give you great content um, with some awesome, more awesomeness and awesome guests and awesome topics and just a lot of awesomeness. I can't say awesome enough. A lot enough. of awesome. Uh, awesome. So, uh, yeah, you'll get you our, our 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 information. Of course, will be in the show notes. Um, if you did need to contact us, call us, and yeah, that's it, ladies. I think that's it. That's all she wrote. I think I need a hug. No, you don't. No, like a little, <laughs> uh, like a little love. Give it to yourself. Oh God. <laughs> Well, signing off for the last time, it is the Hidden Addiction Podcast brought to you by Amanda, Leilani, and Colleen from the Mid-Hudson Problem Gambling Resource Center. You know that this was the best team that you've ever worked with. Of course. <laughs> yeah.